The following program is intended for mature audiences. This is a world you never understand, and you always fear, but you don't understand. Because I'm a genius. How come I know so much? What the hell is going on around here? Who the hell are you people? It's getting weird. And here we go. It's the Riffs and Rants podcast with your host, Johnny Teflon. All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. Yeah, that's right, Mr. Establishment. And we'll be right back after the first gem of the day.
All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Riffs and Rants podcast. I am, of course, Johnny Teflon, and I am joined this week with two uh, well-known personalities. For those of you that are into the show, we have on one side Mr. John James. Howdy. I'm no dummy. And on the other side, the effervescent Mr. Andy B. How we doing? Aging hipster. (laughs) We're doing great to answer that question. Now, just so the people know, of course, that was Weird Al doing Eat It from way back in 1984. And by the way, Weird Al's actual full name is Alfred Matthew Yankovic. I was today years old when I when I learned that. And that came off his album, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. And the funny thing is, not just do we not do parody songs anymore of any kind, because I guess like back in the 80s, everything was entertainment. But this song went up to number 12 on the Billboard Top 100, which is uh, unbelievable. Now, John, I guess because, you know, as a comedian, you must have some affinity for Weird Al. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I listen to his songs, but like, you know, I'm not. But you're know. not going to like buy his CDs. Well, no, I've, I bought the one where he did, did the Jurassic Park cover. Okay. Because I was like. 11 years old and i like yeah, Jurassic well, Park. you mean yesterday was, it's was, okay was that the one with um uh gangster's paradise or amish paradise on no that was his other one amish paradise was a jam though it, it kind of was. was a bop and the yeah. videos for all of them were just so good i mean weird and you know and reading the guy's bio and watching there's actually two like biographies of him now it's like he's kind of like a genius in his, in his own weird kind of way this because he took that niche, and yeah, back then a lot of people did spoof songs, but you'd hear it on the local rock stations, like, "Oh yeah, here's you know Disco Duck, here you go." But his stuff went freaking mainstream. Now imagine how insulting that would be to like actual recording artists and how seriously they take themselves. My name is Dashiki. That's Swahili for doggy style. No, it was literally Amish Paradise. Coolio was incredibly pissed off about that song because he he said he didn't give him credit even though weird al said he did Uh uh-huh he didn't give him permission to do it and like i think coolio was going to beat him up on site at one of the video awards which would have been the funniest funniest fight i probably would have ever seen completely that would be as funny a lot lot of weird a lot of weird hair in that fight yeah a lot of weird hair but i think that would be as funny as the time krs1 came and chased pm dawn off the stage of the apollo (laughs) <laughs> get that soft ass shit out of here yeah and a riot ensued go figure yeah, you wouldn't well, expect I... that at the apollo right what was that ruckus quilio's dead now though so i guess we're about one in the end yeah so that's uh that's our, our starting gem tonight and as always there is an agenda i played that because of course once the three of us get together you know at least one or both topics are going to be about our favorite pastime fast food yeah, you two, I have to say, have risen to the level of art form. It's a huge shit sandwich, and we're all going to have to take a bite. So tonight, that's just it. Some uh, remaining questions, quandaries, puzzlements about fast food that we haven't covered yet in a series of questions. So, are you fellas ready? You look ready as I'll ever be. I love you have to answer the form of a question? They're razor sharp. All right, we're going to start off soft, and then we'll get harder. Question number 10. What about those wacky exploding fast food prices? Does it make sense or no? 
I mean, everything else is costing more money. Why shouldn't a hash brown cost $3.69 for McDonald's? Yeah, because they're tiny what? and they cost nothing to make. It's true. But <laughs> I have plus, yeah. plus their hash browns. Um, I mean, Burger King's hash browns are better. Chick-fil-A's hash browns are better. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts hash browns are better than nobody's because Dunkin' Donuts hash browns are trash. Absolute trash. Trash. It's just a mush. A potato mush in a bag. It's like they chewed a McDonald's hash brown and spit it in the box. When they first came out, they had like rosemary and other, like they had actual seasoning in them. You could see it. But then they said, hey, wait a minute. We're Dunkin' Donuts. None of our savory food should have flavor. (laughs) None of their food has flavor. (laughs) I got a a bacon or no, a sausage, egg, and cheese on a bagel today. It was bland. Yeah. Just bland. Like, you just taste it, and it tasted like copper. Like, I was just chewing on a penny. <laughs> the um, chorizo wrap isn't terrible. No, that's the only thing I like over there. And they, act, they, have a, they have a breakfast empanada coming out sometime in the next, like, week or two. I'll try it. It won't be as good as um, Cumberland Farms, but it should be all right. Cumberland Farms What about empanada? that little cup of hash browns they give you now with the cheese sauce and the bacon bits and the jalapenos in it? Those were bomb. That cheese, uh, that jalapeno cheese sauce was great. I mean, that's it's probably like an ice cube by the time you get home because well, yeah, donuts. But anybody ever get like a hot coffee at Dunkin'? Like it's literally the fires of hell for like forty-five <laughs> minutes, and then there's like a ten-minute period where you can actually enjoy it, and then it just gets stone cold. And that's the bottom line. Yep. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one. You see this at a lot of places at the point of purchase. Or even the drive-through window. I was at a Starbucks one day and I actually had this at night with a steady wind blowing and snow. <laughs> they had a tip cup outside the pickup window. So my point is, for all of these places where all you're doing is walking in and getting something, what's with the tip cup? So the tip cup <laughs> for uh, Starbucks, I understand, because they have to pay for their uh, liberal arts degree somehow. <laughs> But, like, if McDonald's tries to get me to tip, they can, they can, no, that's not happening. Not happening. Here's a tip, motherfucker. Don't ask me for extra money. <laughs> There's your tip. Here's a tip. tip. Sort your life out, mate. No, it's like, you. all right, so tonight when I ordered food, there was a little tip button. And it's like 15%, 20%, 25%. I'm ordering on an app. I don't know how hard you're actually working on making this for me, but I'm going to be going there driving and picking it up. But yep. you want a tip? Okay, that's fine. Uh, but like, so the only, I left a dollar. I did a custom tip of a dollar only because uh, it's just my gauge of will they or won't they spit in my food before I pick it up. So I'll pay that dollar like, don't spit in my food tax. But other than that, don't try to make me tip yet Burger King. Yeah, I'm not tipping at Burger King. I'm not McDonald's. None of them. No, because that's your job. Slap right. that shit together, put it in a bun, and put it in and put it in a bag. What's the tip there? What are you earning for? Well, the world needs ditch diggers too. Even well, we when I order chilies, and you guys know I love any possible opportunity to avoid dealing with people at all. Here you are all equally worthless. I love ordering. You go there, they take it out to the curbside, you know. But even that, there's a thing when you order it online, how much you want to tip them. For what? Walking out yeah. to the car? And really, how do I know that that person even gets the money? They don't got to split it with, you know, the, the tip the culture is insane. Yeah. 
Everybody wants to tip. I want to tip too. You should tip me. Tip me right <laughs> now. Do it. Tip culture has gotten way out of hand. Yeah. All right. Bums you give a bum a dollar, they want a tip. But they beg <laughs> give a bum a dollar, they want two dollars. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah. No, hey, that's all you got. I know you got more than that. Come on. <laughs> of course I do, but I ain't giving it to you, you dumb bum. You big dummy. Wow. So you don't support the homeless. All right. Got that. Now the world knows it. I have a house. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. All right. Here's one near and dear to my heart. That tiny, sharp, overcooked French fry at the bottom of the box. Is it a utensil or an acceptable mistake? And you just eat it like a regular French fry. Uh, I mean, I'll eat it like a regular French fry, except for um, if it stabs me in the soft palate in the top of my mouth. Which you know it's good, yeah. no matter how you, you Yeah, you, oh, you 100% it. going to. So uh, then I'm just going to bleed all over that French fry. So I, I feel as though, John, you go to restaurants by yourself a lot. Damn! And you'll get that little pokey fry and sit by yourself and sit in the dining room poking your other fries. And it's just while you're imagine close, watching you're you. Slightly off there. No, I use it because I'm a really picky eater and I don't like onions on my burgers and stuff. I tolerate the little, little baby chopped ones. Oh. But even if there's too many of those... That's what the pointy fry is for. So you use it to take your onions off your burger? Yes, you you use it as like a slider and to scrape shit off with it. You ever find one that you really like, so you bring it home with you to use in future years? How's your burger? And maybe glue a little set of googly eyes on it and call it my best friend? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you give it a little pillow and sleep with it and then send it on its way in the morning. Ricky Smash. Okay, well, I guess I'm on an island of myself with that one. Yeah, with All right, there's one you two. Uh, apparently with bananas over earlier. When you're ordering to the drive-through, you get your bag. Who gets the loose fries in the bag? The ones that fall out of that little carrier. Well, so there's two. You... So you know, no, no, no. I'll say I'll let you know, John, that if we're ever going to the drive-through and we get a bag and there's loose fries, and one of them is one of those pokey ones. <laughs> I'll make sure you get to take it home and give it a good life. I, I was going to say there's two acceptable answers for this. One is the person who paid for the food. Okay. Two is the person who doles out the food because they're obviously going to say, hey, there's seven fries in this bag. I now have seven more French fries than everybody else. You mean they wouldn't say there's seven fries left in the bag? Yeah, I don't it tell might that skew the numbers. I don't, I don't tell that to my family. I just eat them. What do you call those fries? I call them free-range fries. Baglers. Baglers. Baglers is a good one. Message. I, I think like Baglers was. I think that was from like a like a either a Wendy's or Burger King. It was from one of their commercials oh. like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, Plus I got more airplay than the Wendy's commercial with the uh, Sambo bees talking in, in blackface. <laughs> I love that bee. Wait, we're not supposed to fly. Best commercial uh, ever. All right, number six. What chain has the worst? Restrooms, and don't say whatever one you guys just walked out of. We all so, know the answer to this. Yeah, Coles. Yeah, no, come on. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> um, so there was a KFC near us at one point that you had to open a door, and then it went to a hallway that had black and white tile floors. That was a long, skinny hallway for no reason. Pretty sure a wheelchair could not fit in that hallway. You pooped in the bathrooms. Chair. To the bathrooms that were 
the toilet rocked, the sink hot water didn't work. They had the toilet paper roll dispenser, but the toilet paper roll was on top because they had lost the key years ago. Um, so I'm going to say KFC. KFC gets into Taco Bells, where it's been, uh, it looks just kind of like a bean burrito exploded all over the top <laughs> and bottom of the toilet seat. And this, I don't even know how you get it underneath the seat. I mean, under, they even had some on the toilet paper dispenser. So, yeah. My Morgan Taco Freeman Bell. voice, poop finds a way. It does. I mean, let me tell you, it's a Pollock painting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Question number five. If you were the kind of person, I know this is not the case, but if you were the kind of person that was going to do a smash and grab at a fast food chain, which chain would you hit and what would you take? What would I be stealing? What's that? What would I be stealing? That's up to you. For example, this guy, I'm cleaning out McDonald's Happy Meals. Because you know 20 years from now, that shit's going to be worth money. I am cleaning them out. I am also going to choose McDonald's, except for I'm going to steal the McFlurry machine. And the ice cream machine. And make sure that it works all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to be totally different. And I'm going to go to Arby's. Because they have the meats. They do so have the meats. So I'm going to take all the meats. All so of them? They, all of the meats, because they get the meats. They and have what are you going to do with 200 pounds of shiny, pre-sliced, grade B meat? Don't you worry about what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> He's going to have a lot of terrible roast beef sandwiches. So you know terrible. <laughs> you know what roast beef look like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you get the formula right, you could probably make explosives out of Arby's roast beef. You Even need cheddar. a horsey sauce, too. I'm a horsey sauce. I'm a McDonald's horsey sauce. All right. I, I am not going to sleep well knowing the answer to that question. All right. Number four. The and this is kind of personal. We don't try and be mean here at Rips and Rants. Sometimes it just happens. And I have all the respect in the world for anybody working a job, even fast food employees. But I have to know which chain has the grossest staff. Well... I will say Arby's because they have the meats. They do have the meats. Yes. Little beef face ass employees asking for tips. And overpriced beef and cheddars now. Everything pissing John. And then the bathroom's probably a gross too. <laughs> They're literally 10 through 2 right now at Arby's. And, and, you, the, and the pokey like fries. They, they even have like curly fries, John. But if you had like a really long. Pokey curly fry. <laughs> would you use that, John? Would you use that as a utensil, John? No, that I would use as a sword. No, oh, yeah. You grip the curly what? part. Would you hope that you could use it like a like a silly straw? Yeah. <laughs> For all the meats. All right, um, Andy. What, what's yours? <laughs> uh, not Arby's. No. Um, oh boy. Sounds like Popeyes. you've got some bad experiences. Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh, yeah. Popeyes. I don't know. That lady in the commercial is pretty nice. They got Her a gross at. They got a gross attitude. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do. Me for my money, it's it's straight up Waffle House. Uh, I was down south one time, and I had a waitress. God bless her. Uh, you don't know where the scab started and the tattoo started. It was just like one amalgamation of oh my god, I got the shingles so bad. And here she is coming out serving like with three dishes on each arm style, being all folksy. 
Yeah. All right. So, um, I'm not saying anything bad about Waffle House because I know that part of their training is Krav Maga, and I don't want to piss any of them off. They do be fighting so, over there. They do. They yeah. do. Yeah. You so, remember when you could smoke in a Denny's? I do. And like all their food was literally ashtrays. Like, literally a grand slam was just like bacon, sausage, and somewhere to ash your cigarettes. And then I had the waitresses. I'd be like, "What do you want for? for what do you want, dear? What do you want, doll? <laughs> yeah, what do you want, doll face? <laughs> Half a Newport waiting outside on us. Yeah, uh, you, want, you want a Rudy Tootie? No, that's a uh, IHOP. The Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. It's an extravagooty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Denny's. All right, all right. Moving right along, number three. If you had to work at a fast food chain, which one would it be? Arby's. Because they, cause they have, have the, the meats. meats. <laughs> they have the meats, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to say Chick-fil-A because I'm pretty sure they just take care of everybody all right? the time, always. Ah, Except and you get Sundays off. You yeah. But you know you always have Sundays off. off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't and have you, to go yeah, to church. there, too, I believe, Andy. I know you're very religious. Yes. Did, did they have, like, a chicken sandwich where, like, the bread is Eucharist? Because that'd be great. <laughs> I believe that's called a holy roller, sir. And yes. Yeah. It's just like a sausage egg and <laughs> sausage egg and chicken tender on some Eucharist. And the, yeah. Hey, take fun of all we want. They're on to something. They must be. Remember they opened a Chick-fil-A in a football stadium for the Atlanta Falcons and they, they're not open where the games are? No, no, but they serve the food under different names at the other concession stands. It's Chick-fil-A sandwiches and waffle fries. Ah, is it, okay. not, not is it chi- labeled as Chick-fil-A. Is it like the XL Center where that place is called Chicken Fry Fry? Yes. You ever go to Chicken Fry Fry? It's not. Chicken Fry Fry is the best. They're always sassy behind the counter, too. As they should be. They work at Chicken Fry Fry. Yeah, All right, gang, it's time for some math. Everybody loves math. No, man. Which would you take? I've upped it now to $15,000 in cold hard cash or free food for a year from which chain? Now, keep in mind, this includes nuclear family as well. So Andy's got like 17 kids. At so least. Pretty sure, Talk about you know. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So I have two. <laughs> That's 15 less than you said. Um, right, I did reverse. the math. So I did the math. If I went once a day, one place, and it was ten for each kid meal and fifteen for each adult meal, I'm looking at eighteen thousand two hundred and fifty dollars over the course of a year. And one pissed off family. I'd much rather take the fifteen thousand dollars cash. Just to save yeah. yourself the grief, really. I'm gonna get tired of whatever restaurant I choose, except for Arby's because they have the meat. I'm going to be straight up honest. I'm going to take that 15 grand and then I'm going to smash and grab at Arby's because they have the meats. Are you going to use that 15 grand for your lawyer? Nope. I'm going to give him some meat. <laughs> <laughs> Pay him in meat because, you know, I'll all, right. all the meat. <laughs> well, I'm not a numbers guy. I just thought of it in terms of who's got the most varied menu, kind of. Uh, and I'm looking at you, Wendy's. I, I think there's enough there, plus pretzel buns, to keep me happy for a, a full year. So, yeah, I'll go with Wendy's. John loves pretzel buns. I certainly John do. Does, 
John does love pretzel buns. Yeah. John would like to go to a strip club where the girls' butts are, are like painted like pretzel buns. With salt. At it. Yeah. <laughs> Salty. And what 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 would you do if they made a pretzel bun out of the little tiny sharp? <laughs> <laughs> like a pretzel bun, little tiny sharp. What if they had a pretzel bun that was topped with a bunch of tiny little sharp instead of at the bottom of your bag? Salt. Instead of yeah. salt on top of it, they, it's just a whole bunch of little the, tiny sharp. Salt. Laugh all you want about my inane fears, but next time you get fries from fast food places and you get that one, you're gonna think gonna, of me. My I'm legacy. Save up all the little pointy French fries. <laughs> Look out, Christmas for you, pal. I think, I think out of varied like Wendy's is good, but I think if you want like a varied selection, you would like a KFC Taco Bell combination. We can't Plus do tacos now. Can't do but tacos. a truck stop. But that's one restaurant. That's one restaurant, though. See, the, the Wendy's salads are the unsung hero here because the salads are pretty badass. Do they do they still have the taco salad? Yeah, that was they do. Yeah, that's pretty do they, good. Do they give you a cup of um, uh, sour cream or is it in that little weird triangle thing that you don't know which way to open it from? Go <laughs> now. The only thing there used to be like Flintstones, like ice pops that were in the same shape of those. The, the school, elementary school, we had like frozen fruit juice pops. Yeah. Those. Yeah, those are great. You, would just get, you know what? If you had that little sharp french fry, it. it wouldn't matter what end you're supposed to open. You, you could just, just slice it open. Right. And fry it. Yeah. Now, I'd like to see you get into a knife fight with some of those little, <laughs> those little tiny fries, that pokey fries. I will duct tape. Five little pointy fries and be like, you're like more Wolverine. You're like, I will hurry. Snicked. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, Jill pointy fry. You probably went, you probably bought a bag of bugles and put them on the end of your fingers and thought you were somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm a liger. <laughs> nice. All right. The uh, penultimate question, because I know Andy's got a secret one in the kitty. Best Asian fast food. Options are Teriyaki Madness, Panda oh, yeah. Express, or Noodles and Company. So I've not been to Teriyaki Madness, nor have I been to Panda Express because there's none around here. Uh-huh. Um, Noodles and Company isn't bad, but they're not just Asian because they have, you can get spaghetti and meatballs. You Do they have the meats? Types of, they have some meats. Okay. Um, I would have meat. to. I would have to say uh, Cajun Cafe at the mall. You get a giant container of orange chicken and bourbon chicken on noodles and rice. This is Man, it's, seven, it's seventeen dollars, but you eat four meals out of it. Bruh. And we're just I gonna haven't... forget it says Cajun Cafe. Yeah, there's nothing. Knowing Cajun full well, there's no Cajun there. No, <laughs> no. Well, the, it's because I, I mean, maybe they consider because they got bourbon, bourbon chicken. Yeah, Bourbon Street. Oh, I guess the that street. Yeah, it's. Is there meats on Bourbon Street? <laughs> there's not an Arby's, but yeah, there might be meats on Bourbon Street. <laughs> have you been there? Do you know if there's no Arby's? I have not. Okay. Nolans. I heard Nolans is a chocolate city. <laughs> I assume I meant they have lots of of candy shops. Aww. Yes. You know what happens when you assume. We go straight to Andy's million-dollar bonus question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Neither one of you answered that question. Yeah, neither one of us answered that question. Yeah, I, 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 I've never been yeah. to all three of them. Never been. 
So why did you ask? Okay, for okay. Because I know you guys probably have. All right, settle yeah. your tea kettle. Listen, <laughs> never been to Noodles and Company because I don't keep company like that. Uh, I have been to a Panda Express once, but now it's a, uh, a carousel at the mall because I got rid of it because I had cockroaches. And I have been to Teriyaki. For Teriyaki Madness is fantastic. Have you been uh, there like more than once? <laughs> so they opened one like a month ago down the street, and I've been there like seven times, especially tonight. Really? And, seven yeah, times? Yeah. Incredibly good. Like, so yeah. that that was not a Panda Express at the mall. It was Panda something else. It was, But it wasn't the chain Panda, Panda Droppings? Express. Okay, first of all, I'm in the middle of a diatribe, so <laughs> can I finish? I want to show off plug. these. I went, I, went to, uh, plug. <laughs> I went to Teriyaki Madness tonight, and I they actually had the fork chops. You guys hear about the fork chops? It's a fork, right? And the oh, other wow. end is chopsticks. For all us uh, uneducated whites that don't know how to use chopsticks, <laughs> like we could practice and then turn it around and use so it as a fork. I want to say F it. You got the fork there. Yeah. But yes, I will also say Cajun Cafe because it is fantastic. I used to work at the mall where Cajun Cafe was. Dude, the potatoes and you got the, the spicy so bourbon good. sauce on top oh. of the potatoes. Bruh. They also, you could say, let me get some hot sauce. And they had one of the gallon jugs of Frank's. Dude. To just pour all over everything. Yeah, so Cajun Cafe all the way, brother. All right. Andy, all right, I can't so wait. My, my, my magic question, my mystery question okay. was... Um, John's hometown, well, not hometown, but John's current city, just opened a Raising Cane's. It's got to be Cane. <laughs> opening night, it was a two-plus-hour wait in the drive-thru line. Well, we're waiting. For chicken fingers. Now, mind oh. you, I've had Raising Cane's. Cane sauce is amazing. My question is, how long is the longest you would wait in a drive-through line at a fast food place? On purpose? Yes, on purpose. Uh, I'll never wait in a long ass line. Sometimes I go to like you know when you go when you leave in a club, right? And then you go to the the, the fast food place that like on the Berlin Turnpike, you know, after you have, you know going to all ages club, and then like I'm talking about like 20 years ago, right? When you know when I was a young one. Uh, and then you like you you want to get some like tacos and shit, and then you get a taco bell drive through, but it would take like forty five minutes because you know the same knuckleheads who was drunk and, and trying to get the food uh, was also the same drunk knuckleheads uh, working the the, the 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 window. So inadvertently, forty five minutes, but not on purpose. Wow. Uh, yeah, they didn't even get no pokey fries. No pokey fries. I, I, I'm gonna straight up say no matter how good it is, I'll, straight to no weight. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them five, ten minutes. If if there's more than six cars in a drive-thru, I'm not waiting. No. You know what really messes me up? That, like, two drive-thru thing? It's just like that weird, like, you know, they have the two drive-thru lane kind of etiquette. Yep. Kinda. You're not good with math. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. No. And then, like, I don't know the people behind the counter is good with math. Like, if you ever roll up to a drive-thru window and you say you have to pick up two orders, it literally, like, throws them into a tizzy. Well, because yeah, now you're messing with those apps and, and all that crap. Yeah, but the thing oh, is, the apps is where you get the deals now because, like, you pay three or three or four dollars for a goddamn McChicken sandwich, but you can get two of them for four dollars on the app. That's the thing is, they want you to use the apps so you can get the deals because they're trying to take all the money from the man. But see, Burger King makes it a point to tell me every time whether I use the app or not that I in fact rule. Yeah, That's true. And I tell them I do. Thank you. I say no, 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 no. You rule. No. One time, I, one time I went to McDonald's. Don't give him that power. 
one time I went to McDonald's and they said, are you using the app? I said, yes. So I, they said, all right, what's the code? So I gave them the six digit number, Yeah. ordered my food. And they said, okay, Andrew, drive up. And I was like, these motherfuckers know who I am. Like this, how dare they? Was that when they put your stuff up on a big light up board too, which you just ordered? <laughs> no, that was that's that um, uh, Taco Bell does that. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they, they put your they're like, they, air it out they your business. Out they're, they're like fat ass Andy over here with his <laughs> two big bell beefers and <laughs> <laughs> his diet coke. The fat fuck. Seriously, <laughs> if I'm going to the KFC and they want to plaster up twenty dollar meal box, P.S. He's by his damn self. That's a little Man. embarrassing. They don't need the John. Money. You know, you just go to Little Caesars because you can walk in, get a little pretzel bun ass pizza out right. of the box, not talk to anybody, and shuffle your ass anybody. home and cut that shit up with your little saved up pokey fries. Feed your dog a little sausage home. as a treat. I tell you, and I, I just give it's not even part of the question, but total shout out to Little Caesars having perfected the art of not having to deal with a human being. Shall we play a game? Good for them. <laughs> yes. All right. That concludes our uh, main topic and our questions. Just so the people at home know, I hope he imparted some kind of wisdom and maybe some red flags for them to avoid. And now for something completely different. It's time for the middle gem, which is so appropriate for our subtopic and not to give too much away, but this is a um, a hit wrestling fans would probably remember. Uh, a little Vincent K. McMahon doing a tune called Stand Back. And we'll be back in a few minutes with some more things and stuff. Stand Back!
one big pile of shit. And we're back after that little gem by Vincent K. McMahon called Stand Back. Yes, it's a horribly shitty song, no pun intended, uh, but that was off of the Pile Driver album from the mid-'80s, a little something that uh, the WWE put together to entertain, I'm, I'm guessing, but it's so bad. So the only one that could sing, from what I understand, is Coco Beware, and they enlisted the skills of Rick Derringer, who was a legit chart, you know, marking uh, producer and, and guitarist, but he sold his soul for everything because he was also on Eat It with Weird Al Yankovic. There's your connection. But how bad was that album? And I'm asking you guys because as wrestling fans, even you have to admit, damn, that was just bad. Look, man, in the <laughs> 80s, there was a lot of cocaine going around. So uh, a lot. People listened to a lot of shit in it. Like Ghostbusters was the number one song for like half a year. Don't uh, get me wrong. Ghostbusters is a fucking jam. But <laughs> you, you think Ghostbusters dropping in 2024 is going to be the number one song for like 10 weeks straight? Nope. Not, not unless Taylor Swift sings it. No. <laughs> Taylor Swift could fart Ghostbusters on a valley chart. Go, <laughs> Ghostbusters, Taylor's version? Yeah. I listened to it. Like, she was farting Ghostbusters. I mean, yeah, I would, I would listen to it. Would, it yeah. In the background, she, uh, Kelsey is beating up an old man. <laughs> what? Because oh, he yelled at Andy Reid? Look, uh, he Donovan, assaulted, sir, sir, he assaulted Andy Reid. How did he assault Andy Reid? Andy Reid likes salt. All I saw was elder <laughs> and abuse. And nuggies. That's all I saw. That was not elder abuse. Listen. Look, the, the I think Chiefs when he bumped the, the Super Bowl, nuggies popped out of Andy's pants. <laughs> Chiefs winning the Super Bowl is problematic for Swifties. Hey, 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 hey. First of all, we're going to do our Super Bowl predictions at the end of the show, so let's hold off on that. we got to get back to Vince McMahon. Uh... Uh, yes, <laughs> I don't know. Can you separate the art from the shit. artist? Like, is <laughs> Mr. Man and Michael Jackson there? All right. So, in, in case you know you all been under a rock and aren't really tuned in with the wrestling subculture, you don't need to be because finally they're making headline news, and uh, Vince McMahon has gotten himself in a heap of trouble due to uh, a bunch of charges stemming from aggravated sexual assault uh, to sexual harassment. Right up there with trafficking, which these days is the uber no-no. You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, your basic high school orgy type of thing. I mean, uh, I'm not talking candle wax on the nipples or witchcraft or anything like that. No, no, no. For anyone who's just started the job and had to go through the HR training, my question is, and they've, they've attached other people to it, uh, such as Brock Lesnar, Big worldwide star. He's been cleansed from everything WWE. Uh, there have been a couple other, you know, minor level firings. But the question is, who else knew that this was going on? Such as everybody. You would think, you know, everyone knew because it's probably been like that for decades. Well, and it was so tight lipped. It's a family, you know, organization. But come on. Look, I'm not going to make light of a situation about sexual assaults and victims. That's oh, there's a line you don't cross. Okay, yeah, we don't cross. Um, but I mean, I do cross a lot of lines. But um, for the longest time, WWE was a family-owned business, right? So right. it wasn't until stock uh, 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 traded went public and, and was traded that they had to start actually answering 
to the stockholders and all the right. Um There was stuff going back in the eighties with a with a referee, a female referee, and it was all hushed hush hush under the rug literally the whole entire time from the 80s until early 2000 a lot of stuff was being pulled under the rug right like i even said to you one time don't or didn't they have a female referee because they always acted like it's never happened before and i remember reader reader chatterhorn or something like that. right right and she you know she maybe i don't say accused him but she possibly happened more more than likely it happened but Vince was just yeah. Vince was a dirty. Vince is a dirty old fucking man. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not surprised with it. And a lot of like Triple H turn a blind eye. Shane, Shane and Stephanie, of course they did. Yeah, of course they, they did. They say I that's mean, why I, Shane left the company because he was just he had enough of it. Well, Shane, Shane saw the writing on the fucking wall too with, with Stephanie marrying Triple H that he wasn't going to take over, and he knew it was a whole whole thing. I don't know, I'm just saying this as. A casual observer kind of thing you know we are a little more let's not you know let the horse out of the barn but in terms of wrestling and I, i've been following wrestling for my whole life and shit. yeah uh, you're you're more than the average bear oh it's true it's damn true yeah <laughs> i mean they somebody who owns a company that has a white wrestler being named the african dream Excuse me while I whip this out. Um, uh, well, that, sexualizing women during the Attitude Era. Well, that was the nineties. Who would who would figure he was a piece of shit? Well, the Vince McMahon kiss my ass club. I mean, really? <laughs> he just wanted his ass on television. Trying to poison his wife to make her like near catatonic so she can't interfere in his affairs. If you go back now and watch those Attitude Era shows. There's like an extra layer added to it now because you realize that it really wasn't as scripted as we thought. That shit was life playing itself out in front of our eyes. Yeah. My uh my favorite reel or I guess TikTok or whatever the hell, however you want to watch your short version videos now, right? That that's that's out right now about wrestling is Vince McMahon during the Attitude Era standing in a ring yelling, "Come on out, you new rapist." And then it cuts <laughs> to Vince McMahon coming out. <laughs> no chance in hell. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's a fucking weird story, man. It's a true story too. Which... Yeah. Well, out of the other questions I had, this one I'm gonna I'm gonna play into because it goes uh, closer to you guys, and I know you want to do your Super Bowl predictions because everyone's waiting anxiously for that. Trust me, I got a good one. <laughs> All right, Slim Jim. <laughs> initially rescinded their sponsorship, their long-standing sponsorship of WWE. The cream of the crop! Uh, in particular, the Royal Rumble event, after these charges came out, emer- or they emerge against Vince McMahon. Now, once he resigned, like in a space of a day, they jumped right back on board again. Now, being relatively intelligent people... You know, morons. <laughs> savvy with, you know, social media and whatnot, and and the audience that wrestling caters to. Trash. I mean, would Slim Jim really have suffered at all considering their target market and those with, you know, adolescent teens and cast iron stomachs? Huh. Well, unlike Arby's, <laughs> who has they the don't meat? have the meats. They don't well, have there's the something meats. in those Slim Jims, meat like. I don't well, I don't know how much meat there is in those Slim Jims. I don't know this Merle. I don't know what he does. 
I don't know what he lives on. No. Do you do you think Vince McMahon shoved Slim Jims up his ass and see if he could snap him? He did work out a lot. Yeah. And, and then if he snapped him, he'd go, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. Macho Man did it once. And Vince once. was jealous. Vince was like, I'll show him. And then Vince God tried. damn it. Vince tried, heard a snap, thought it was a Slim Jim. He flower was, my daughter, Willie. It was just his quad tearing again. Yeah. <laughs> I snapped into it, damn it. Pooped out Slim Jims on a lady's head. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, it's going south now, folks. All right. Like so- you told me not to talk about poop this show. And you bring up Vince McMahon, and the dude was literally accused of pooping on a lady's head. He, he wow. enjoys some scat. Well, Eiffel Towering with John Laurinaitis. <laughs> People power. And <laughs> it's really not on a, the on healthiest posi- corporate environment out there. On a positive note, I guess Roman Reigns was the one to break the Undertaker's streak, not Brock Lesnar anymore. Yes, yes. there's that. That should have been, a, I, to be fair, that should have that should have been it to begin with. Oof. All right, let's break out of this. Let's hit our third gem of the day. Now, the third gem of the day is also uh, in there for a specific reason, because sadly, uh, about, what, two weeks ago, uh, we lost an American icon, the one and only Carl Weathers. So this one goes out to him. And when we come back, we're going to have a little bit more about this and that and his passing and a wrap-up. So stay tuned.
All right, and we're back. Now, that, of course, was James Brown doing Living in America, the swan song, if you will, for Apollo Creed from Rocky IV. Now, you could say a lot about Carl Weathers. I mean, he, he, he had a resurgence later in his career, found his comedy chops. You know, he was former uh, a linebacker for the uh, Oakland Raiders. Um, his, you know, iconic turn as Apollo Creed through four Rocky movies, I mean, was amazing in and of itself. Just a likable dude. We'll give him a pass Creed from Action Jackson because that was horrible. And he even managed to find his way into the Star Wars universe, which immediately I got to ask you guys as Star Wars fans, especially you, Andy, would he have been a better Lando Calrissian than Billy D. Williams? Hello, what have we here? Absolutely not. Billy D. Williams what? is Lando Calrissian was was a smooth motherfucker. Okay, like Colt forty five. Carl Weathers is not Billy D. Williams smooth. No, Carl Weathers. But he would have been jacked in nineteen eighty. That's now coming off of yeah, Rocky two. Well, I've been with the best, and I beat the best. I've retired more men than Social Security. That's what to make right. an Empire Strikes Back. Billy D. Williams had the musculature of a house cat. Who did Billy D. Many... Williams fist fight in the Star Wars movies? Did anybody yeah, fist fight in the Star Wars movies? Nobody no, but maybe they fought. should have. They're such a little pew pew lasers. Like pew Billy, pew Billy. They're, like, they're little light sticks. They're like, you know, yeah. Lando, Lando Calrissian was a smooth talking uh, uh, socialite. Yeah. He was he a ladies' need, man. He was a ladies' man. He didn't Wait. need to be. He didn't need to be ejected. No. Carl Weathers was perfect as Reef Karga. Was that the name in in The Mandalorian? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, That's what he needed to be. Lando Calrissian didn't say... uh, I I lost my train of thought on that one. But no, 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 no. no. Carl Weathers would not have been a better um, Lando than Billy D. Williams. My question is, how come Living in America isn't the Black National Anthem over that Lift Every Voice and Sing. Because everybody knows that Lift Every Voice and Sing has been the Black National Anthem since 2030 B.C. Everybody knows this. I think you said you meant 2013. But <laughs> speaking of that, this that brings me to the time, Super Bowl. Right? The Super Bowl. Super Bowl predictions. Super Bowl prediction time. Right. John, you go ahead and do yours first. All right. I uh, have been watching. Wait. Well, which John? The cool one or this which John? Guy? No, did you yes. say John or John? Did you pronounce the H or not? Ah, uh, I I didn't pronounce the H, but I might have meant to. I'm not sure. All right, well, John, you John, knee tough, tough, tough locks. You're the uh, <laughs> host, so you go ahead. All right, well, I got the inside tracks, so and this might not be fair, but I'm gonna say New England Patriots over the Green Bay Packers, 31-17. There you go. Right now, you're nuttier than Chinese chicken salad. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So I have two predictions. Mm-hmm. One, the Chiefs over the 49ers in overtime, 25 to 22. Never going to happen. Never happen. Overtime. I know. It won't happen. And, and like, here's, here's, uh, you guys know, like, they changed the overtime rules. Mm-hmm. So um, both teams get the ball. Yeah. Well, everybody knows that. You'd have to be a complete. Bench yeah. riding moron to yeah, not yeah. know the rules about every overtime. coach in the National Football League should know the, yeah. the overtime Literally. rules. So, Especially if like so, they're fine. I know. Coaches. As a layman, 
as a layman who only watches the game and eats Arby's meats, should know. Also, no overtime rules in the Super Bowl. Also, so that's that's what's going to happen. Uh, okay. Kansas City, or excuse me, uh, the Niners are going to uh, choose to receive the ball in overtime when he shouldn't. I don't know. Um, that seems, and I have that a, seems I, risky. I have, a, I have a prop bet for everybody, too. Huh. The, the kicker for the Niners is going to set the record for the longest Super Bowl field goal ever for about 14 minutes of gameplay time. And then, Who's going to break it? Kicker, uh, the kicker for the Chiefs. Oh, Herrick and Buckets. Yes, but then oh. my other Super Bowl prediction is the New York football giants. Well, 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 well. Hold on. Because let me tell you something, sir. As well as Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have played this whole season with Patrick the Frog. And then the Brock Lesnar Perders and the 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 fancy the, the, the Karen Cisco 40 Winers have been playing very well. So to me, the winner of this Super Bowl matchup is gonna be the New York football giants. Alright, good, that's a good choice. Because um, Roger Badell does not want the New York football giants to win the Super Bowl. He does not. But we, we know who's not gonna win the Super Bowl. Who's that? It's the, e- the Eagles because they played like ass after week eight. They were butt cheeks. They were literally Terrible. pretzel bun butt cheeks with spiky fucking fries as the salt. That is fucking Gilberts. All right. Well, that sums it up. I think we hit all the points on our agenda. Oh, I got one more. Okay. KFC's, KFC sucks. Also, RIP Shawn Michaels Lee. Yes. Yes. RIP Shawn Michaels Lee. Yeah, yes, indeed. I miss Michael Sean Lee dearly. So, uh, let's see. What else? This is the part where we say what else is going on on Big Boom Radio. I got some more episodes of the Classic Rock Showcase coming. Just yesterday, I completed an episode on The Offspring, and uh, that'll be showing up like next week or so. Still haven't decided what show I'm going to bring back. It's either going to be Friday Hot Lunch, Do a Weird Al Power, show. or what? Weird Al Show. Weird Al Show. A weird out show. A whole episode. A, a, a whole a whole show on spoof music. I don't know. Let us host it with you. Yes. Yes. Sponsored well, by we'll, Arby's. We'll see how the yeah. uh how the worldwide the audience accepts you too. This is not a tryout, but it's a tryout. And uh yes, folks, you might be hearing these two clowns on various aspects on the station and the podcast in the near future. So as always, thank you so much for joining us. I, of course, am Johnny Teflon. I'm John James Ben. <laughs> Andy B. John James Mitch. Let me write this down. Yeah, they're not mellow with the transitions. Got to work. You're not good at this. I'm not radio. I don't have a radio voice. So all thank yous. John James, thank you so much. Andy, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to spend with us. And until next time, we'll see you on the flip side. Deuces.